This is an ABC podcast. Can you be more Pacific? On ABC Radio Australia. Bula Vinaka, Bula Vinaka, Happy New Year! Merry Christmas, Happy New Year! Yeah, 2021! <laughs> Welcome back everyone to another episode of Can You Be More Pacific? We are your hosts. I'm Rock. And I'm Cav and together we are... Rock and Cav. Talking all things sport across the Pacific. It's our last show of the year and yes. oh boy, have we packed it full for you guys. Yes, we have. <laughs> Coming up in the next hour, our highlights and lowlights of the week. Interview with the flying Fijian, Mr. Ben Volavola. Yeah, you don't want to miss our top five with a twist. And we look back on the year 2020. So much to get through. So little time. Alaska. Let us disembark. Pacific with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia. All right, Bulubinaka Cav. Bulubinaka, Merry man, Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, mate. Oh, uh, so, how was your Christmas? I was. Did you line up for any prawns? Oh, man. Come on. Did I? Me. Did you? Yeah, so I was like, we were all tasked at home like to get different stuff yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Um, it was mainly seafood. My dad got the prawns like. Three days before. So you guys Christmas. were on a seafood diet. Yeah. You see food and you get it. I'm gonna tell my dad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a dad joke. <laughs> but yeah, they gave the most expensive um thing to like the guy that only works twice a week. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I got the oysters. The oysters. <laughs> yeah. So the day before so Christmas Eve, I went around all of Sydney looking for Oysters and like, mate, there's plenty of them in the sea. Well, why do you have to go oh, to the shop? Another for? dad joke, another dad joke. <laughs> uh, I ended up getting it, cost me like 170 bucks. 170 bucks, yeah. I got like seven dozen. So, Se- what seven dozen? So, how was your Christmas? Yeah, good. Um, so I went to Manly, bro. Or, <laughs> bro, I went, it was all right, it was safe. Did you really? Feel- <laughs> We are. We got a beach house over there, so uh, shout out no, to. you don't sh- have a beach house. Shout out to the uh, the brother-in-law for uh, letting us in their beach oh, house. Oh, we! <laughs> uh, your mouth. What? That's your brother-in-law's. It's not yours. Uh, uh, like you uh, know. Uh, anyway, get family's on with it. family. So uh, yeah, it, it was fun. Um, too bad it was raining. Um, <laughs> I got I got a bit tipsy enough to uh, jump in the water. Well, yeah, not really. I was at home. Anyway, yes. What was the story from the weekend? So the story from the weekend, uh, apparently there was a Raiders prank. So um, throughout all the preseason training, you know, they still have time to have a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, apparently the boys, they don't seem to like snakes. Oh, yeah. Ricky Stewart, a guy who's uh, serious all the time, you know, when Sticky. I used to um, play at uh, Sharks, I used to coach at Sharks. But yeah, he was, very, he was a very serious man. And, uh, yeah, we have audio on uh, what he had to say beforehand. Duty of care. I think uh, Forty and I were talking about it uh, this morning, so I'll throw it out there that Stromo was closed yesterday. Uh, the park itself was closed yesterday because of snakes. Um, but apparently it's back open today, so... There should not be, um, there should not be any uh, excuse for uh, slow times. 
What a, what a joker. What a joker. What a joker. And then after that, they proceeded to prank them by um, like getting a snake. <laughs> a fake snake, that is. Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, but, have, have you ever... Uh, but most of the boys beat their time, that's for sure. <laughs> True. Have you ever pulled a prank on anyone? Actually, I was uh, under 14s when I was playing for uh, at Arncliffe Scots. Yeah. Uh, my... Uh, my coach at the time, uh, good old John- Johnny, he's still alive. He's probably 90 years old right now. Um, he goes, oh, Joe, can you set up the um, cones for uh, the beep test? It's usually 20 meters. I did 10 meters and I got 14.1 in the beep test. What? Oh. <laughs> Story. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> crickets. Crickets. Play crickets right no, now. No, don't roll, please don't. No, play crickets. No, no don't, 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 don't. Play crickets. No, because when you set up the beep test, it's it's 20 meters. Play crickets. I set it at 10 meters and then I got 14.1 in the beep test. You try and get 6.3. You idiot. No, don't. don't. You didn't have to do that right now. I was... What? Nothing? Oh, nothing. Wow. <laughs> Tough crowd. Tough. Well, what about you, you prankster? <laughs> no, no, I wish I could call you something else. No, yeah. They, they, yeah, my mates played a prank on me. It was sad because after training at, uh, so we were playing at Eastern Suburbs. We had a, like a fitness test. And then after training, I, w- I went Who to have a shower. Who did you play for? Eastern Suburbs. Oh, okay. So I went to go have a shower and the boys go, yeah, we'll wait for you. We'll catch the bus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I went, had a shower, came out and stood Stood there waiting for him for for an hour. I called them. Where are you? They go. We went home. <laughs> what? <That's... laughs> <They're> like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God! Come I think, on! I think my missus gave birth already. <laughs> <laughs> it took that long. <laughs> I'm officially oh, a father of three now. Oh. Wow. Bro, that's Man, I thought tough, my bro. one was bad. That was tough. Oh, yeah. No one that cares. That was better than that. Nah, your one was pretty bad. Bro, your one was bad. No, no, no. It's done. It's done. Nobody wants to hear a 14.1 story on Big Test. No, no, it's done. Shut up. You loner. <laughs> <laughs> Rockin' Cavs Plays of the Week. All right, going into our Plays of the Week. Going to start off with the NBA. Steve Adams' team, New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, the Pelicans. Lost to the Suns. Spewing. <laughs> 86 to 111. Steve Adams got 11 points, though. Eight mm. rebounds and one assist. Ooh. Um, so that's uh, pretty average for him. I'm waiting for him to get his uh, first triple-double there at um, the Pelicans. But uh, they they got a pretty stacked team. So it's, I think it's going to be pretty hard for him to get an assist and a few more rebounds. Yeah. Well, he should get a few more rebounds. Wow, you know your NBA. Oh, you know. Not bad. Used to play for the Lakers. Oh, the Lake Show, go. they used to call us. <laughs> Back in my day. Yeah, what else? Uh, but moving on to the NFL. Miami Dolphins beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, you heard right. Las Vegas. They are no longer Oakland. They are Las Vegas. They beat them by one point, 26-25. Yeah, not to his best game, though. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. So he played the first... Uh, three quarters. He got benched in the fourth quarter. Yes. Uh, the backup quarterback, Fitzpatrick, he carved up. But one of the most interesting things about that game is that the other quarterback for uh, Las Vegas Raiders, who was the backup quarterback, he was, his name was Marcus Mariota. He is also Samoan. And if he was to play, it would have been the first time in history they had two Polynesian quarterbacks playing at the same time. 
Yes. And, then and he was the first uh, Samoan, Samoan quarterback. quarterback. So. But he didn't play because their first string quarterback uh, was healthy. So they kind of they didn't really need him, which is pretty sad. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. So the coach for the Miami Dolphins said he's going to stick with Tua, even though his uh, performance has been on and off. You, you get those days, you know, because he has been playing good. So yeah. you, you're going you're gonna to have that day where, oh, okay, look, you but can sit it, down. Yeah, he's also in saying that he's also a rookie, so yeah. you can't really expect a rookie to be carrying the whole team. Uh, maybe you could, but yeah, that's true. You know, moving on to our Premiership Rugby in England. Yes, Bristol Bears have defeated the Harlequins twenty-seven nineteen on Boxing Day. Mate, Cav, that was the first time they have been in Harlequins since two thousand and one. That's nineteen years. Wow, Mate. man, I, I was still in primary school then. At halftime, it was 9-5 to the Harlequins. And then Bristol Bears came back with a try by captain Stephen Luatua. It was Semi Rondranda's first game back uh, from injury. Yes. And he also missed the try. when um, the Lone tri- Lloyd offloaded. Yeah, he, that's actually a player, <laughs> Lone Lloyd. Yeah, Can that, you believe it? That sounds like a... Uh, a, a sponsor. A... <laughs> <laughs> We're sponsored by Lone Lloyd. Uh, but yeah. Lone Lloyd will never <laughs> When you need a loan Call Lone Lloyd <laughs> So Lone Lloyd uh, Offloaded to Semi And he dropped the ball uh, Wow Yeah Dropped the ball That's a big call Yep And also It was uh, uh, Playing on the wing Was Ratu Naulango For some of you who This name rings a bell Ratu Naulango Also played for Hull uh, In the Super League and they were saying that he was probably the fastest wing in the Super League when he was there. And he's an ex-British... Uh, no, he still is. Oh, it still is. Yeah. So, so he's a British Army uh, soldier. Soldier, yeah. Wow. So he's a British Army soldier by day and a rugby player by night. <laughs> yeah. On the weekends. Yeah, on the weekends. So he's, a, he's a, basically he's a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> he's a superstar. He's just, yeah. he's just like uh, so, Aileen so, and, yeah. and Elia. So when he's working, he's got his like, uniform on as soon as the Bristol call him. He just takes it off like Superman. Off. <laughs> He's got his jersey underneath. <laughs> and he runs to training. Yeah, he flies. <laughs> oh, man. Discussions around the Carver Bowl with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia. Around the Carver Bowl, where we sit around our traditional and national drink and we talk all things sport and more to past, present and future sporting athletes, coaches and journalists. Joining us today is Australian Fijian, international rugby player, current USA Perpignan player and Homes of Hope ambassador. Ben Bola Bola, Taki. Mr. Ben Bola Bola. For the audience out there, tell us a little bit about yourself. Originally from Fiji, Suva. Grew up in Sydney, Australia. I was born there as well. I now... I'm living in France, I play rugby here, and grew up alongside the, the two blokes I'm, I'm speaking to right now, over in Bexley, southwest of Sydney, and um, yeah, very blessed. Benny, um, uh, you don't mind if I call you Benny, do you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, man. No, nah, man. Hey, uh, so, so uh, what got you into playing? Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what got you into playing rugby? The first time I actually ever played rugby was just because of friends back in school in Suva. 
and that was at uh, View to Primary School. And I, I just started playing rugby because of them, really. And we, we would play uh, rugby with a, an empty bottle full of sand, like it'd be any Coke bottle, Fanta bottles, anything we could find. Mm. And it'd be a lunchtime thing that we'd do. And then, as you guys would know, going back home, if cousins and family could find something, we'd play Touch on the Street. Um, and then that went from, long story short, playing in Sydney, and then obviously playing club rugby in school. And I didn't really think that the whole thing would work out in regard to having a career and stuff. But then now things started getting really serious when I got to late high school years. And things started from there. Well, you, you must have grew up in the suburbs in Fiji because we had coconuts um, to play footy with. So, yeah, the Coke was, bottles was, and all that. So, yeah, it must have been in the suburbs for sure. The, the, Coke, the Coke bottles was like uh, a step a step above the coconuts that the boys would usually play with. Yeah, just quietly. So, oh, really? I didn't have to show off like that, mate. <laughs> Do you have a game day ritual or any superstitions? For me, I don't, I don't really have any game day rituals or superstitions. I guess I... Um, because cause I, for me, I personally think that every every day is different and something different could arise and if I had a ritual or a superstition and something had to change, it probably would play up with myself mentally before game. So I said I sort of just go along as the day pans out. I guess I I wrap my left wrist and just put Christ's name on it. But that's basically the the only thing I do. I don't really have the tie the left shoe first before the right and do all those other things that other guys would do. True. I just go with the flow. Nice. Was there was there anything like you had to give up in order to become a professional, like uh, food, like uh, alcohol, drinks, or anything like that? I think the biggest thing for me was uh, growing up, and my my mom would actually play a massive role in this. And uh, a lot of the times where my mates would be able to go out to parties and stuff, I was forced to stay home. And uh, I remember back when I was a kid, my mom would force me. Uh, the next morning when I was wanting to go to a party, she'd force me to go for a run. And I think those little things sort of built a foundation in regard to me growing up and then that becoming just a habit. Uh, and I think those little things, those little things just added up and counted toward me achieving things that a lot of the boys who were way better than me back back when we were younger had uh, it just it just added me added into me I think achieving things that I, I needed and wanted to do. So was one of those guys rock? First and foremost, shout out to our Auntie Emma. She right. she is a queen. Like hey, she's she, really helped us along. Uh, he he was Loki uh, trying to say your name. <laughs> what? About what? He wasn't. Better players but kept going out. That was you. No, he wasn't. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I, Tarox was a superstar super back in the day. I, if, <laughs> uh, if, uh, uh, you know, for the listeners out there, me and uh, Benny grew up together in, uh, you know, in Sydney, in Bexley, and we did everything from, what, the age of 14? Oh, true. 
Who's who's interviews oh, yeah. is yours or, yeah, or at least at least the age of fourteen. Age of fourteen, like uh, as in like um uh rugby career, we did everything from age of fourteen, and we and then obviously Ben excelled no, and so uh, I, was to, I was trying to bring Ross over to reunion, and then he wanted to stick with all the league boys. Yeah, wow. I know, wow. I know, I know. I should I should stuck with Union, but you're a follower. It's it's not about me, Benny. Now it's look about at you. <laughs> now look at you. You're a su- successful radio DJ. Oh come on now. What could have been? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, so um, so Benny, how did you get involved in uh, this foundation called Homes of Hope? Um, so my grandmother had uh, messaged me. She was asking me if I would be interested in working with this organization, organization called Homes of Hope. And she was speaking to a friend of hers, Josea Rayawa, and really started with her texting me one day and seeing if I wanted to uh, wanted to work with them. And I'd done some research and looked them up and saw what they were about. I'm pretty sure it was last year, that June, July, I had gone to Fiji and went to Homes of Hope and spoke to the board and um, Lynn Roach and her husband, who are the founders of Homes of Hope, and the the stories and the, the statistics that they had shared with me, and I couldn't I could not say no to joining them. And when they shared to me about everything that they had experienced, and also the unfortunate circumstances that a lot of our women are now facing and girls are facing, I I, I just couldn't say no to joining the team. Yeah, that's nice. that's amazing, man. Um, uh, what what can people do to help the organization? They can make a donation. They can they can, they can give stuff to the to the organization, clothes, anything that could um, help the, the survivors um, would be greatly appreciated. So nice. the contact the contact details is on the on the, on the internet site, it's on the Facebook page, and um, yeah, anything to help these these girls and women would be greatly appreciated. Mad, nice, great work you're doing, Ben. Just back to footy. So we've been looking back on uh, 2020. Um, how has 2020 um, football-wise been for you? Uh, it's been considering the 2020 that we've all experienced with the pandemic. It's been actually pretty good. I've joined. I joined a new club this year, and in the south of France. Before I head back to to my club at racing and. Just experiencing a new lifestyle in the south of, south of France. Like the sun's always out. The rugby is is a lot like the the rugby that we play in Paris, which is open and very attacking, uh, a very attacking mindset style of rugby. Perpignan is based about thirty minutes away from Spain, so um, that, that's been a great experience. Just meeting new players. And the team, uh, their their families down in Perpignan has been really cool as well. So, and our team, our team's doing really well. We're we're at the top of the league at the moment, and obviously, when you're winning games, life outside of it is really good as well. So, really can't complain. So, Benny, with the uh, Fiji rugby team, uh, how do you reckon uh, that all went for you guys and for you yourself? Oh man, the, we had been uh, included in the Eight Nations tournament this year, and. Unfortunately, with the pandemic, things didn't go the way that we had planned. But the most positive thing was we had new coaches come in and they had uh, selected a whole new squad, basically, full of young local guys. 
who have been aspiring to make this team. And the entire time, despite us not having the, the four games that we wanted to play, but had the, the one game against Georgia, the entire time they sort of created this culture where it was just like a, just a refreshing culture. Like they were so hungry. They had added so much to the, to the squad. And I'm really excited to see how this squad continues to the next World Cup in 2023. Yeah, exactly. You know, you said the likes of the local players and that. We're really excited with the new team that's come out there. Moana Pacifica team, um, the, the rugby union uh, that's been um, formed. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Man, this concept and this team um, is such a... It's, it's such a great opportunity for our people, and not just our people at Fijian, but all over, all, all over the islands. And at, at the end of the day, we just want a, a level playing field for our people in regard to having the same platform financially, selection-wise, as everyone else in this industry. Mm. And the opportunity that, uh, that this Moana team provides for many boys around the Pacific uh, is monumental. And I think... If this team can actually take off, then it just gives a whole, a whole new group and a whole new market for our boys to get their names exposed and to play at a high level, and therefore, in the long run, be able to provide for their families back in the island and back home. And I think this is a breakthrough for for everyone in the, in the, in the Pacific. Nice, yeah, that's well true. said. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, now, Benny, do you have any words of advice to uh, young athletes that are coming up? For me, I think it's just just a belief in yourself. And a lot of people will have their own ideas and perceptions about you. And really the only person that can stop you from achieving the things that you want to achieve is the person that you see and you look in the mirror every morning. And it's just habits every day. Some habits you need to break and some habits that you need to develop. And I think as you continue to develop good habits, sooner or later those habits are going to add up. And the next thing you know, you'll start achieving the things that you want to achieve. So just believe in yourself and continue to tick off good habits. Nice. Very well said, uh, Mr. Wow. Vola Very eloquent. See, I knew, I, I knew like, I've taught, taught you well. Yeah. Just suppose, like listening to him speak, you wouldn't know that this guy was from the area. Uh, yeah, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> listen to him talking, then listen to you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, I just want to like tell people out there, you know, I like just to tell them, you know, who, who. Who was the one that taught you how to kick like Dan Carter? Oh, there was this, there was this guy. There was this, bloke, there was this bloke that lived in Bexley across the road from Matthews. City Rokongo? Quite <laughs> 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 yeah, that guy still kicks like Dan oh. Carter. No, none of my team here, Benny, believes that I was a good rugby player back in the day. They just like laugh in my face and play cricket uh, oh. sounds at the back, in the background. But you know that's that's for us to know and them to find out later yeah. on when uh, you do your bio yeah, um, movie about us. But hey, uh, yeah. Benny, uh, Mr. Ben Volavola, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it, and we wish you the best with your club team. Yeah, and uh, you yeah. know, we, hope for the best in twenty twenty one as well. For yeah, you. exactly, and we we look forward to seeing you hopefully coming back home in the near future. Thanks, boys. Love your work. Love your work. Thanks, boys. That was Australian Fijian rugby player Ben Volavola. And if you want to help out on Homes of Hope, go to their website, hopefiji.org.
and Cavs Top 5. Alright everybody, it's time for our Top 5. Top 5. With a twist. Slash 13. Wow. Uh, yeah. Around so, the twist? Around the twist. Have you ever? <laughs> oh, ever felt like this? <laughs> uh, Pacific Island sporting moments of the decade. So obviously we can't put it into five. So we had to make a bigger list. And also it's not in order too. So it's just going to be, you know, from one to 13. Like, so that's in order. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in order. Is it? Oh, all right. Look. <laughs> We put a <laughs> we put a list together, thirteen, and then we're just gonna read it out. All right, don't judge us. <laughs> all right, our top one, our top one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, we had too much to eat for Christmas. You know how it is. Well, anyway, uh, the first one for me uh, would be Tonga beating Australia. Oh, that was good. Sixteen twelve. I remember that test like it was yesterday. Uh, they were treated like kings when they went back to Tonga. What the kingdom of Tonga? <laughs> wow. Who would have known? Yeah. <laughs> I think they all got given like a plot of land or something, or Jason Tamalolo did. Oh, of course, Jason Tamalolo yeah. did. That was crazy. But um, one of his leg is a land. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was good for Pacific uh, Rugby League, and they beat Tonga. Uh, Tonga <laughs> beat New Zealand in the Rugby League World Cup 2017. That's what kind of kicked it all off. The only team that can beat Tonga is themselves. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Yes, I like that. But um, yeah, that is what kicked it off. And I think it also uh, opened the doors for other Tonga, uh, like Tongan kids that wanted to play for Tonga. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like every Pacific Islander that grows up playing rugby league, they're... Like they want to play state of origin, yeah. You know, maybe play for Australia. The money, you know what I mean, that yeah. attracts him. But when Tonga beat him, it was like, bro, I want to play for Tonga. Yeah, which is good, but still don't have any money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, our next one is the lovely Aileen Vikamatana. Yes, three World Cup medals in weightlifting, two thousand and nineteen. You guys, if you don't know Aileen, now you know. Now you know, and we also interviewed her in her uh, earlier. Yeah, uh, our first ever our first uh, shows, show, show, shows, <laughs> show, storms. <laughs> our first show, so yeah, uh, look out for her, guys. She's now lifting for Australia. She is a force to be reckoned with. Wow! <laughs> yeah. How long have you been in the radio oh, you industry? Know, just uh, right. back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you got some big plans ahead of you, man. <laughs> All right, the next one is Fiji. Winning their first ever gold medal in rugby sevens wow. at the Rio Olympics in 2016. Right, that was amazing. You know what? When we got our gold medal, like when they started playing the the national anthem, I cried, bro. I I dead set cried. I was at work watching it and I was crying, and my mates were looking. Oh, what are you crying about? Nah, like, man. Bro, you know, small island from the Pacific, dominating the world stage. Man, grown man can cry, huh? man. That's it. Huh? I didn't cry, but yeah, that's it. Bro, you cried last week. What <laughs> I, did, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> yeah, so that was the first ever gold medal for Fiji in the Olympics. Olympics, yeah. Pretty happy that with that. That was a good one. It was. And speaking of Fiji, um, you know, Fiji uh, Rugby League beating New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Same year, 2017. 4-2. Yes. So yes. New Zealand lost to Fiji. At the World Cup, we were in the same pool. Then the uh, week after, they lost to Tonga. Yeah, it's because of us, Tonga won. Yeah, we softened them up for Tonga. 
<laughs> that's, that's but it. yeah, that was good. A lot of people got sacked after that game. Slack. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah, it is. But yeah, it was good to see Fiji Bati. I think if we get uh, uh, some more tests, um, apart from the Pacific test, yeah. if we get some more tests against big teams, it'll kind of condition the team. You know what I mean? To be ready for like World Cup and exactly. all that. It'll be good. Moving on. Yep. Fiji hosting a super rugby game. Yeah. That was big. Not only for tourism, but for Fiji rugby. Yes. It was. Not only does people uh, recognize us for our water, now they're going <laughs> to recognize us for our... Uh, for our rugby. For our, for our everything else. Yeah. And but, our smile. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Uh, <laughs> it was good? What? It was great. My you gosh. Know what? Uh, the only thing that's left now is for Fiji to or the Pacific to um, put together a, a super rugby team. That's oh, easy. Left. That's a given. Yeah. That's that's the only thing left. Yeah, this is one of my favourites. Um, PNG Hunters winning Queensland Cup 2017. I think that's the year they um they made their first entrance into the Q Cup and they took it out. Appearance, yeah. Yeah, that was good. They're all local players. Yeah. They're all local players. And it just goes to show that, you know, there is talent in um the islands. Yes. If uh if you give them the resources and, you know, the, the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. The opportunities. And look at this. We got the uh the brothers in the PNG winning uh Q Cup. Like one, of a... the, one of the toughest uh, rugby league competitions. Yeah, it there. is. It is. Yeah. Next one, Samoa beating Australia in 2011. Mate. Actually, Samoa being the, beating the Wallabies. Let's be more specific on let's be more Pacific. Oh! oh! I see what you did there. I'm a rapper by, uh, by trade. trade. <laughs> yeah. I watched that game <clears throat> and that was the most like exciting I, I just game watched the Tuolangi I had, brothers. I've ever watched. They're, they're, they're just like what walking tree trunks. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. They're like, walking brick walls. I think um, there was there was a player named um, Rob uh, Rob Whitaker. No, Rob. Some, uh, he was something. He was playing his debut game for the Wallabies <laughs> on the wing, and he was marking up against Tuilagi, and Tuilagi <laughs> pumped him. <laughs> It was his first game of rugby and last game. I know. Right? <laughs> Matt Guido wasn't too happy too. I, I think he got cut as well. The score was 32-23. They got pumped. And I know like I, I saw the headlines the day after and they were like, yeah, sack everyone on the team. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of uh, people got sacked just like the New Zealand rugby league team. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I had to say it. I had to say it. Anyway. And this is a, a big shout out to uh, my aspiring partner, Yada Parker. Who? Yada Parker. His name is Joseph, like Nobody mine. Knows what the- so Yada means namesake. So uh, my namesake, Joseph Parker. Uh, his uh, first Samoan to win a title, WBO heavyweight in 2016 against Andy, Andy Ruiz, Ruiz. Who beats now An- champion uh, Joseph. Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. <laughs> See? I don't really know boxing. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Anthony Joshua. He's got an upcoming fight with uh, Junior Far. Junior Far. We're looking forward to that. Anyway, nice. moving on. Valerie Adams winning Olympic gold oh, that's in the shot put 2012. And then in the most recent Olympics, he, she won silver at Rio. So, Who's also uh, the sister to uh, Stephen Adams. Adams who yeah. plays for the Pelicans. Yeah. Yes. The Pelican. Yeah. Can't, and moving on. Speaking that. of gold medals, Aaliyah Green, who is the first Fijian woman to win gold medal at the Olympic Games and she was representing Australia in the Rugby Sevens. Shout out to uh, Aaliyah Green yes. uh, who also we've also interviewed. Yeah. Um, she's just a superstar. She's, she is an athlete. She is. She's, yeah. a, she's a proper athlete. 
Like we're athletes But she's a proper athlete Yeah exactly I'm, I'm glad you athletes. said that Because we are athletes We are athletes People don't know that People, yeah. I mean you were going to go to uh, Rio for judo But uh, you got injured But they said Yeah they said they don't take blue belts It only goes up to blue belts Oh no way <laughs> Damn you Judo uh, organisation I'll get you <laughs> <laughs> But anyway moving on the PNG men's and women's crowned first ever FIBA Melanesia basketball champions in 2017. Massive. So they took it out the first year you yeah. came. Yeah. But PNG aren't known for playing basketball because I think they're the only country in the world that has uh, rugby league as their main. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, playing basketball and winning it. I know, right? That's massive. That is massive. All right. And yeah, moving on, Ilyasa Delana. First Fijian to win gold at a Paralympics in London 2012. One leg. One leg. He had one leg and he jumped higher than I could ever jump. <laughs> I swear to you, that was so good. I watched that. I watched that. No, I didn't. I lied. <laughs> I watched the replay of it and I was very, very inspired. Very inspired. So what did I do? I jumped into bed. <laughs> <laughs> So that was our top five slash 13 yes. of Pacific Island sporting moments of the, the decade. decade. And if you want to add to that list or you want to make up your own twist list, whatever, hit us up on our socials. Radio Australia and ABC Sport. ABC Radio Australia. Rockin' Cavs. All right, guys, it's time for our unique take of the week, where we give our unique take of the week. <laughs> All right. Carrying on from what we were talking about last week about player welfare, uh, Semiran Rana has come back to play after injury. Uh, our teams, uh, I guess, bringing players back from injury too soon. Yeah. What are your um, thoughts? Uh, you say yourself, you've got the likes of your brother. Yeah. Who um, played in the... What team did he play for? So he played for P- uh, Pole, P A U Pole. So he um, he broke his leg during a game, and then um, yeah, they obviously had like a operation, put screws in his leg. Wow. But, uh, but my brother was saying before it actually healed properly, the club tried to get him to start training on it, and then um, by doing that, it, it made it even worse. Yeah. So when he came over to it Australia, didn't heal properly. Didn't heal properly. Came over to Australia, and the doctors here said that they didn't do a good job oh, on it. Wow. So he had he was forced into retirement, which was you know pretty sad. But um, I think some clubs are rushing their players to jump on the field because they probably want like what they're paying for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you understand that like business wise, but like at what cost? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like players are, are retiring early. Their, you know what I mean? Their mm. bodies aren't going to be the same. So I think now they've started the whole, um, you know, the clubs are providing education for players after their career. Uh, I think they started when I was playing, mm. but I think before that, you know, back in the days like your your father and, you know, the players before before that, they, um, they had to really... They had to work. They had to work two jobs. They had to work two jobs. Yeah. They didn't know what what to do after their career yeah. and they they play they just played on with full-time jobs and yeah. looking after their family. I think a lot of Pacific Islanders they relied on on what they earned from footy. Yeah. So they didn't like invest it wisely. They just 
thought, you know, I'd make as much money as I can and then just live off that. It's it's good now that they're providing education yeah. and everything, but um, I still think they can do more when it comes to player welfare and the mental side of things where players finishing after uh, finishing their career. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the pressure the clubs put on players, you know, for them coming back. I, I think on the players, they want to play footy. Who, who's I think actually? It's, I think it's both pushing to their limits. You know, I think it's both. I think the club they want what they're paying for. You know, they want to get you back, but at the same time, they also want you healthy. But at the same time, players as well, they just want to play footy. You know what I mean? They want to. They yeah. They push concussions. Push past the the pain and all yeah. That. Yeah. They just want to play. It's, I think it's more of like a like it's bravado would be yeah. It's like a bravado thing. Like you know, they want to show they're they're tough. But I think that they, I think they should be educated. Like you know, you can it can only be tough for for so long. You know, your body won't be able to keep up with your it mental will, it state. It will break down eventually. Yeah, it will. Look at like guys like obviously Jarrell Yaoyi and Taniela Tuyaki, uh, and also Manu Vatovai. Take them for an example. Like, don't push your body for too long because you know you only got one body. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, just take care of yourself. Yeah, we have uh, in other news Elijah Taylor. Yes, this is very sad. I know you were very upset about this. Yeah, I was. Um, apparently, his manager um, took four hundred thousand. Yeah, up to dollars yeah. of of his money yeah. to, for his own uh, spending. Yeah, spree holidays, uh, buying stuff for himself and his family. I think. Yeah, Elijah Taylor said that I trusted this guy like he he I treated him like a father. Yeah, and that's so sad. And you know what's even worse? Yeah. Um he had a um a budget to save up on a house. It just wasn't adding up all the money that was coming in. I think he was blaming his missus. For no, yeah, the manager told out. Elijah that his missus was going on a. Sp- Spending spree every month, like oh, six, wow. $67,000 a month in his, and the missus was like, oh, like, what are you talking about? And then she took it in, into her ha- own hand to do the research and everything and eventually found out that the manager was, was ripping, them. ripping them so much money. So this is a lesson to all you young Which is uh, islanders disgusting. out there. Obviously, there's going to be like managers that will come up to you and promise you the world. And then for Islanders, you know, we come from nothing. We're like, obviously, we're gullible, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll sign the contract. And then this, something like this happens, yes. which is very sad. Yeah, so what um, young Pacific Islanders should do is read the contract. Yes. Do your research. Ask for um, financial advice from a… Uh, financial advisor. Yeah, all, all those things to… It might, it might take a little bit of spending for that, but it's going to… Yeah. Be safe for you at the end of the day. Yeah, so nothing you know? like this happens. But in Elijah's case, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, He yeah. didn't do anything wrong. There's there's crooks out there. Don't that, put too yeah. much trust in managers these yeah. days because end of the day, they... you got to separate personal stuff from business, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, be business savvy. But, and also the thing from this, what's pretty sad is that Elijah Taylor may not ever see that 400000 again because that bloke has now uh, filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, very, very un- sad. Very unfortunate, very unfortunate for Elijah Taylor. Indeed. I think he'll be going to uh, Super League. Yeah. Salford. So, yeah, he's signed with Salford. Yeah. And um, also, Panthers have released Zane Tedevano. Man. And he's going over to Leeds Rhino. That is a big... He's such a good player. Yeah. I mean, playing for uh, the premiership team, Brewsters. Yeah. And then going on to um, Panthers, Panthers, another, another yeah. like team that was... Yeah. Uh, that almost won the grand final. Yeah. It just yeah. goes to show what type of player he is. So, Every team he goes to. Let me just... ask you this question. Do you think they're going over there for the competition or for the money? Oh, for the money, obviously. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, 
Oh, uh, you know what? It's the, uh, it obviously obviously the competition isn't isn't the same because they have been in the um, Aussie teams going up there after winning the grand final. Yeah, here. but like they always take their second team. Uh, but um, yeah, that's a good point. But like, I think the competition is is a bit isn't as good as the NRL, but they pay better. I think. Yeah. So do you think they're going over there, like getting big money? And it doesn't take a toll on their body. Yeah, they're just cruising. Yeah, cruising and just like living life and not too much pressure on them. And in Elijah Taylor's case, I think he's going over there just to probably uh, make that money back that he lost. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. I can't. I can't get over him. But that's sad. Like, like for a player to resort to that. Yeah, that's sad to see. Like a player like that has to work twice as hard now to make that money back. Which is, uh, I can't believe it. But anyway, moving on, the Panthers news. Our boy, Big Big Bill, kick yeah. out. <laughs> no, not there's, there's only one Bill, but yes, Big uh, Big Kikau, uh tip to lead uh, Fiji Butty in uh, 2021 Rugby League World Cup. Man. Wow, wow, that's big news, man. That is massive news. Don't you reckon? That's massive news because I, I remember when he was like knee high to a grasshopper when he was oh, like, sh- being my ball Stop boy. Stop it. When I was playing no. for Fiji Butty back no, in the days, no, he was my ball boy. But yeah. What? Good, good news for him. Um, yeah, yeah hopefully, hopefully he's come a long captain. way. I think he's he's become a, a leader in the team, and uh, he he's uh, achieved a lot of things in the NRL stage that a lot of um, Fiji Butty players haven't really. And I think he's been compared to some of the greats in rugby league. Big things. There's just ha- a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, big things happening in 2021 for Big Bill, and hopefully we see him um, win a premiership one day. Hopefully. Not not before the Bulldogs, though. No, not before the Dragons either. <laughs> If it comes to the Dragons, maybe you will. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, and speaking of Fiji Butsi, they have named the extended 47-man squad, which Rock is not impressed with. His, his face is screwed up right now. So screwed. <laughs> but um, talk about it. There's a, there's a I few... don't want to talk about Look, it, but there... I'm going to. There's a few names there that I'm kind of baffled who put with. The, who put the list up? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, who put the list up? Who was... Did they know some of the players were retired? <laughs> uh, were they drinking kava beforehand? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. I'm pretty sure uh, Jason Bakuya is a is a carpenter uh, in Whoop Whoop. So, uh, so did they just put his name down there just to just for the sake of it? But there's two names there which oh. I don't know how. Like you have they named Jason Bakuya. <sighs> Shout and, out to Jason Bakuya, legend Aku- of the and Akula Wate who both retired. And their names are in the, the squad. Uh, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> what? 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 What other players is there that... They, had, she, they got two names in there. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I really don't understand. Oh, my gosh. Who put the names down? I, I want to know his name. I don't know. I think... Or her uh, name. Whoever. Oh, bro, I think Ray Charles was like picking the name. Gosh. <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, oh, Uncle Charles. Gosh. I don't know. But um, they got a lot of wingers in the team. There's so many back Play season, mate. Play season. Oh, don't get me started. Play season. What? And I'm pretty sure Tyrone Phillips is a boxing trainer right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's going on? Shout out to uh, Tyrone Phillips. Tyrone, uh, yeah, like... Um, uh, Vato's box, boxing. <laughs> I, I don't understand the list. I really don't. But uh, and, and we have well, both Sims brothers. Corbin what? Sims and uh, Tarek Sims. I think Tarek... He has oh, okay. no choice but to play for us. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, the Dragons. <laughs> you serious? Oh. He has no, hey, oh. is it, oh yeah, I'm serious, man. He's gotta, he has to play for us now. 
<laughs> the last time he played for us was what, 2009 World Cup or something? Or 2013 World yeah. Cup? So, and who was the other players that you thought, uh, you, do you want to say their names out or not? Just leave it to that? No, sorry. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> the other players would be the com- uh, topic of conversation on the drive home. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we weren't happy at the end of the day yeah. because whoever put these names down just didn't do their research. I think, yeah. Th- but then again, <sighs> I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to give it one more year to make that squad. Yeah. Putting it out there. What do you mean? One more year. You, one more year. You're two years too late. <laughs> you better shut your mouth, Cap. <laughs> one more ne- year. They're playing next year and he thinks he's going to get a debut next year. Watch this. No way. Watch this. Only debut you're going to get is on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Love it. I love it. Keep it coming. Keep yeah. it coming. Yeah, that's right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, like your career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, run straight. Oh. <laughs> Cricket Australia. Induct first ever Indigenous player into the Hall of Fame. Yes, that that is amazing news. So you should be inducted in there. It's about time. Why was he inducted in there, Cav? So his name was Johnny Mulag. We obviously apologise if we um, said that wrong. But he was a star from the 1868 Indigenous team that toured the UK. Is uh, the 55th cricketer inducted into the esteemed collection of greats. The bowling all-rounder played in the third ever game in the MCG in 1866 and took 245 wickets at a remarkable average of 10 in England two years later. He also made 1,689 runs at 23.65. Wow! And he's getting inducted now? Now? I know, right? Should have been inducted ages ago. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, you know, um, end of the day, he's... He's been inducted and that's all that matters. Yeah, congratulations and, to him and his family. Yeah, and, and it'll be big news for up and coming yeah. young indigenous, indigenous players, players yeah. wanting to play for Australia or for uh, cricket in yeah. general. Yeah. But it's about time. Like, I, I really don't understand why they didn't induct him earlier. Yeah, because there's, uh, there's no, there's no um, young indigenous players playing for Australia at so. the moment. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good for Hey, the and game. hopefully we can get some uh, Pacific Islander players playing cricket. Yes. You know? uh, it, it'll be good. Diversify. ABC Radio Australia. Your home of rock and calf. Uh, 2021, rock and I, because we've been indulging too much in uh, on Christmas uh, with, uh, you know, red meat and, and, and whatnot, I think 20, 2021 we have promised uh, yes. to go one month Vegetarian. Yes, people, you heard it right. Yep. We're going to go one month being a vegetarian. Yeah. We're going to... Uh, no meat. Uh, and no <laughs> fish either. No, Yeah. No fish. No, no meat. No chicken. No red meat. No. So we're going vegetarian for a month from the 1st of January to the 31st <laughs> of January. Does, it, uh, <laughs> does the days go that it's long? It's the 32nd, Cav. Is it? Jeez. Is it? It's a leap year. Oh. 32nd. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. There you go. You learn something every yeah, year. Every gee, leap year. Yeah, everyone knows that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to go uh, vegetarian. and um, We will keep you guys posted, obviously, on our socials. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, we'll We're going to be accountable posted. for everything. Everything, everything. So it's going to be very tough. Joe is already um, on uh, the juice diet. He's on the juice. 
And myself, I've been just eating like steaks and kebabs and souvlakis He's every not gonna single survive. day. I'm not even, uh, bro, I'm not even kidding myself. I'm just. He's yeah. not going to survive. I'll tell I you will that, survive. Though. I will survive. Um, to our I producer, how, how long do you reckon will last? I think you will probably last 15 days. A, a month. What are you talking about? I reckon three days. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> what? The disrespect. Oh, three bro. days. Wow. That is a big bro, call. Bro, this is, bro, I can't believe this. Wow. Right, three days. But 15 days? Give me something. Oh, a month. Put some respect on my name. Three days? Come on. Far out. Make it two. <laughs> you know so, what? So, yeah, so. Uh, Put a two behind that, 32 days. Yeah, exactly. Because it's 32 Let's days. Let's go. Oh, God. But anyway. Yeah. I want the same amount of energy from you guys, even if you're on a vegetarian diet. <laughs> Easy. You have to bring it every week for the show. Done. Yeah, yeah done. Did I'm going to bring do. my juice with carrots, celery, yeah. kale, apples, and watermelon. I'm going to... And a hint of lemon juice. I'm going to bring a pint of coffee <laughs> <laughs> to get me through the show and just sip on it from a straw. Watch me. My skin's going to glow. Oh, oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, it's coming to the end of the show. But before we uh, finish the show and end with a song... Uh, Rock and I would like to give a big thank you and a shout out to our producer, Renell, for yes. working tirelessly behind the scenes while me and Joey are out going to sleep and <laughs> and not worrying about anything. anything. And also our producers and yes. our bosses, uh, Tim Verrill. Tim Verrill, executive producer, and Nick Morris. Yeah, big thank you, Vinava Level, to our team. Uh, we're very uh, blessed, fortunate, and uh, thankful for the opportunity to uh, have our own radio show uh, this year. I think that's one of the uh, big positives that came out of 2020 for us. 2021 will be... An even better year. An even better year. Yeah. And But yeah, like, again... More, more thank fire, you to, more magic. Yeah, thank you to uh, our producer, Renel Moa. We've been very blessed to have her yeah. on board with us. What a year, what a year. It is uh, coming to the end of the show. We thank you all for being with us yeah, in 2020, in, tuning in. Tuning in every yeah, week. We appreciate it. We look forward to uh, what 2021 has installed for us. And, um, you know, like always, if you've missed the show or you just want to listen to the magic again, it'll be replayed on Friday, 2 p.m. PNG time. Or you can find all our episodes on the Radio Australia website. <sighs> Happy New Year. See you later. See you in 2021. Woo! Peace out. More there. More there. See ya. Can You Be More Pacific, an ABC Sport production for ABC Radio Australia. This program has been funded by the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade.